Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Testing, testing. One, two. One, two. Recorded live. What's up, family? What's up, everybody? This is your boy, Black Ice Live in the building, along with my host. Tell them what your name is, Big Cuz. Big Mike. Big Mike in the building. We are live on Relationship Talk, Battle of the Sexes. And last week was so powerful. We were dealing with interracial dating. Last week was so powerful that we have to do a part two to the show. There were some that were for it. There were some that were against it. There were some that said, well, I'll date someone outside of my race, but I wouldn't marry anyone outside of my race. So that was some interesting perspectives that were um, talked about and discussed last week. So we're going to pick up the conversation again. Let's see if one of our hosts is on the line. Carla, who's this? Chicago, who's this? Chicago, who's this? And if you're just listening, just say, hey, Black Ice and Big Mike, I'm just listening tonight. And that way we'll know um, that you're just listening. All right. So let me silence you. Um, If you want to speak, again, since you've been muted, press star 8. Let's bring on our girl, Benita Offset, the militant one from last week, the biracial (laughs) child, the militant biracial child. What's up, love? How are you? You talking to me? Yes. I had a feeling somebody was going to try and call me militant. Um, it's just, I'm just out here being a realist. I'm stating the facts. You know what I'm saying? It's, uh, you know, it's a lot going on. <laughs> you, know, you know, like I, like I said last week, like I said last week, I said that everybody is entitled to have their opinion on this subject. Now, we may agree, we may disagree, or whatever the case may be, but everyone has an entitlement to their opinion, and their opinion may be formed out of ignorance, you know? So it's good that someone can come on and give people educated information and research and background and maybe make them think why they make the choices that they make, why they surround themselves with who they surround themselves with in the first place, or why they are attracted to who who and, you know, who they're attracted to. So you just never know. That's why I love these shows, because all those things come into play. And so I said, I, I, res- I respect your, um, your comments and, and your feedback, because that's your perspective, and you're entitled, right. to, have, and you're entitled to have your perspective. Let's see um, who this is from Chicago chiming in. Chicago, you're live on Relationship Talk, Battle of the Sexes. Uh, we're dealing with interracial relationships. Tonight, um, who's this Chicago? Okay, now you press star eight for me to bring you off of mute, and I brought you off of mute, and you still not talking to me, Chicago? If, <laughs> if, if you're just listening, just say, "Hey, Black Ice, I'm just listening to the show." Check your phone, see if your phone is on mute. All right, I'm gonna mute you again. 
So, again, those who are on Facebook Live, we're talking about um, interracial dating. Um, Black Beauty, I need you to call into the show. Uh, Miss Gifted, I need you to call into the show. Stence, I need you to call into the show so we can talk about what your feedback is on interracial dating. I have a sister on the line whose father is Caucasian and whose mother is black, but she identifies with the black culture, the black race, and she identifies herself with being black only. Is that correct, Miss Benita? Yes, absolutely. That's correct. Now, Ms. Bernice, why is it why is it that you uh, well I know why, black but why is that you why does you uh is more in the reaction with the black culture other than and and, and, and let me make sure, and let me make sure you got her name her name correct because it's Benita. Bernita, okay, my fault. With a, with a B, with a B, with a B as in boy, Bernita. Bernita, Bernita. Yes, uh, was you around uh your father's side of people a lot? Well, see, my, my father didn't. My father didn't harm me or anything like that. He was very supportive and helpful. He just tried to. He just tried to equip me. That's all. He no, I wonder if you interacted with the with the, the Caucasian side of the family. I was born in Chicago, and uh, mm-hmm. my Caucasian side of the family. Yes, like my maternal my paternal grandmother. She mm-hmm. was very influential in my life, and mm-hmm. um, but my um my father's family they uh. They were so far away from us that other than the, other oh, than that yeah. part of the family, we didn't. And but still, we lived like thousands of miles from all of our family. So oh, okay. most of the time, it was just me and my siblings and my parents, and not not because our our family loved and adored us and helped take care of us and all that stuff. But it's just that my parents, my father got work in South Dakota, and none of my family lived in South Dakota. You know, my roots are from North Carolina, Texas. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> but yeah, growing up in growing up in South Dakota, I was um I uh was around a lot of white people. And and I even had white people tell me that I could pass. You know, like they would say right. they would say, Why do you even care about being black? You don't even look it <laughs> Was that pressure to you? Was it pressure you like, you know? By the only thing is, like can you imagine can you imagine being proud of being a black person at third, like at eight years old, like reading Nat Turner at, at eight years old and knowing yeah, of yeah. him or Harriet Tubman or Sojourner Truth or, or Malcolm X, like you know these things at eight. And so then you go to school and when they mm-hmm. um, open up the book and, and it's the history book and it's got nothing about black folks. And then when it does finally say something about black people, it's like one paragraph in fifth grade and that's it for the whole 12 years you're in school. And that one paragraph is Martin Luther King and slavery, and that's it. So naturally, I, I guess, I naturally developed this military mindset. You know what I'm saying? So it's because I, 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 became, I became instantly angry, instantly like, why don't you know what I know? This is not fair. Right. Um, and, and so naturally, I, I was very, very proud of me and my people. I remember being a junior in high school and saying, I'm not going to school with y'all. When I get to college, I can go to college. I'm going to a black school. I got to be with my people. And then one of my white classmates, which most of my classmates um, are white or were white, he said, "Yo, people like that, like, like he, he didn't fathom a concept of me having a group of people that I identify with that are separate from him." It's very blessed to have a very strong, uh, mature mind, educated mind at that age. That's beautiful. 
that you grew up, you know, grew up with that type of mind frame to right. not well, feel. Well, yeah, you know. growing up with that kind of mindset, but just naturally I'm going to, you know, want a, you know, an African warrior to be my mate. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, it's hard for me to imagine though. And like I said last week on the show, if I, I care too much about me, my family, and my people, and my community to be comfortable, and I, I don't see how dating a white person could fix that or a person of another race. Yeah. But, you know, like uh, I said, it's not, um, it's not really for me to judge. It's just for me to, okay, well, clearly if he... It's comfortable dating a white woman. He would never be comfortable dating me. Yeah. Well, let's see. Uh, let me see if we have someone on the line who wanted to speak to that. Um, we do have a Chicago caller on. Let's see if the Chicago caller wants to say something. Chicago, um, did you want to make a comment based on what Sister Benita said or just on your opinion of interracial dating? Okay. Um, someone said that they're trying to call in, but it says call not scheduled. You know what? My bad. I put the wrong number on there. So let me edit the post, um, Black Beauty, and put the right number on there. Going fast, speedballing, 93155. <laughs> now refresh your screen, uh, Black Beauty. Refresh your screen. And um, the call number is, the, the access code is 93155-POUND. Uh, so that's the access code. I had 98696 pound, which is the, um, the Bible show code. No wonder. Uh, oh, my God. We, we're going to take a break on the live show real quick. And um, we're going to take a break real quick. And then I'm going to start a new feed, guys, because I've noticed that I sent everybody the wrong number. So we will be right back. That's what happened. Okay. Yeah, I sent everybody the wrong number. Yeah, I just sent uh I sent Monica a text to tell her to get in on the show. Talk. Yeah, I, I am so sorry. I sent the wrong number. Uh, let me see. Nine, three, one, five, five. Sent it to like 40 people. And I'm like, where is everybody at on the call line? <laughs> uh. Well, hey, uh, Black, you know you're the man to do uh, Clark Kent. You, you, you're everywhere, man. Yeah, I know, Please I know. Me. <laughs> so everybody's saying it's it's not, um, the numbers said the show is not scheduled. I'm like, so, <clears throat> copy text. Okay, cool. Benita knew what number to call in. Oh, yeah, she got it posted. She's on point. That's that, that's that militant mind right there. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Ain't nothing wrong with being militant for the right thing. Ain't nothing wrong with being militant for the right thing. So I'm going to send a few text messages out to people. Man, I didn't even catch that. Let me send this to her. 
And I'm sending this to all my white sisters who date, who date black men. I want them to call in. Mm-hmm. That's good. Be interesting. Yeah. Tell me, I want them to call me in and tell me it's the sex difference. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you want to know. So you never dated a white guy, Benita, huh? Ever in your life? No, not at all. But you did say they tried to approach you, though, right? <laughs> yeah, I told you about that last week. Right. No, but still, not a lot. Like, it's only happened maybe, like, never in high school. Never grade school, never high school. Um, Just the other day when I was walking around the track, somebody tried to holler at me. But well, Maybe you got that look like. You got that look to look like. Don't fuck with me. (laughs) (laughs) But look, but look, bro. I um, to be honest though, even if he was a brother, I probably still would have told him no because he didn't have that confidence. Like for instance, he said, um, I walked past him three times. He didn't even smile at me. And then finally, when he was sitting in his car, and there was a brother standing next to him, and he was talking to the brother. That's when he said something to me. Like I guess he had gained the con- like the brother's spirit around him gave him the confidence him up, huh? to say hello. Yeah, <laughs> or the fact that he had that that physical barrier being call inside in, the baby. car, Can't he call had in. confidence in to say hello. <laughs> so so that taught me something about him. If you you don't have the confidence to just speak to me, then I, I, how are you gonna be a you know I I need to warrior mindset. You got you got to be able to stand up. You know <laughs> so anyway, nah. So let me he see. We got been, another caller. Any What you say, Black? We, we got another caller. Let's see who this is. Is this Black Beauty? Uh, Chi Chi. Chi Chi, what's going on? How are you? Chi Chi. you are. I'm doing all right. Listen, we are talking about interracial dating. Have you ever dated a white guy before, Chi Chi? We want to know. Talk about it. Uh, no, I've never dated a white guy. Why <laughs> not? Has any of them ever approached you to to um to try to date you? Um Yes. Okay, and um was it because of that particular person or it it was just because you really don't date outside your race? No, I don't I don't think I would have a problem dating outside my race. Mm-hmm. But I think uh the reason why I saw he's real quick temper, and then another reason why it was the instructor I had. Oh, so he wanted to be the master. I mean, he wanted to be dominant. Huh, right. You, huh? Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Okay, I, I got you. Yeah, okay. Um, well, are you for Are you for it or are you against it or it doesn't matter to you? What's, what's your um, take back on it? Pressure. You know what? I have nothing against it. I say to each his own. Okay, okay. What? Would you marry a person outside of your race or just date? Because I know some people would date, but they wouldn't marry outside of the race. I think I would. Okay, all right. Do Ira know that? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to tell you something about Ira, (laughs) Black Ice. Okay. <laughs> Ira have dated all kinds outside the race. He just wow. well, he's dated well, white, Japanese, you name it. Well, we the boy had 31 flavors. Ira, Ira on the phone. <laughs> Ira not here right now. So when he get here, I let him tell you. I Black, he had 31 flavors, here. man. 
Iowa had 31 flavors. Yeah, 31 flavors. Right, right. To him, it doesn't matter. He, he, he don't have nothing against uh, race and um, nationality. It don't matter to him. So you guys actually talked about it before, uh, about him dating uh, dating other people? He told me about him dating other people before he met me. He dated other races and stuff. Okay. That's, 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 uh, now him and me together now, no, we won't date nobody else. Because we both disapprove of it. Right, right. Okay, well, let's go ahead, stay on the line, Chi-Chi. Let's go ahead and go to northern, northeast Illinois. We're talking about interracial dating. Are you for it? Are you against it? Um, Tell us your name and what say you. Northern, north. We can hear you. Go ahead. I am for it. I mean, I'm open. Okay, okay, hold on. Wait a minute. First, let us know who you are. What's your name? Butterfly. Hi, Butterfly. Butterfly. Hi, Hi Butterfly. That's good. This is Butterfly in the building. Um, you are for interracial dating. Have you ever dated outside of your race? I have. Okay. Wow. Okay, what, what was the biggest difference you saw, or was there a difference at all? Um, There was a difference. Uh, the guy that I dated was very different. Um, that was like some of the issue wasn't it was a faith issue that was different. But um, as far as him as a person, he's cool. But um, yeah. So I mean, I'm open. I feel like whoever you love and whoever loves you and treats you right, that's who you should be with. It shouldn't have to do with the race. That shouldn't be a factor. Okay. Well, it so, shouldn't be the main factor. I should say that. Okay. Some people say. And this is the stigma out there that there's a difference sexually between black men and other races. We want to know. We want the 411. Uh, we want the 411 butterfly. Is there a difference sexually between dating a black man or dating a man from another race? Put it out there, baby. In my experience, yes, there is. Okay. Okay. All right, so, I mean, we don't really know what that means. Are, are you saying that? That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I'm, I'm, going to say I'm, trying to, I'm going to say this. I'm going okay, to so say it for a black Mandingo is on top shelf. <laughs> that's all. <laughs> Go ahead, Butterfly. Tell me the difference. I'm not going to say what the difference is, but I'm just saying I, I, I want to – I'm trying to stay with the black love thing. I really am. I'm trying really hard, but – I need black love to love me back. That's my thing. I see you, sister. Okay. Uh, Benita, you want to um, chime in on that one before we go to the next caller? It's, it's hard because I'm over here cracking up. I got my daughter listening in, too. She's trying to figure out. Hey, Benita. Hey, Benita. Yeah. Tell Quarter White I said what's up. <laughs> 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 she said that's but no, she was saying she was wondering if um butterfly had went to moth to monarch. That's what she said to me. So I was like, like you know, was the sexual experience so good that it just moved her from that's why her name is butterfly now. Anyway, I was cracking oh, up. So. I got you. My but my name yeah. has always been butterfly. So <laughs> I'm the butterfly. They try Look to out now. Butterfly. <laughs> the butterfly. Watch what? 
Watch what watch what branch you land on, butterfly. Watch it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's uh let's go to the next caller. We have some more callers on the line. And uh, for all of those who are watching this live via Facebook Live, go to the bottom left and share this on your page and tell people, hey, call in. If if you want to go to the bottom right, show us some love. Hit that love button right there. We got. Bianca Fly in the building, and we got Butterfly. We got Bianca Fly and Butterfly. Bianca Love Fly, call into the show. We want to hear your feedback. Let's go to California. California, you're out there. You're on Relationship Talk, Battle of the Sexes. We're talking about interracial dating. What say you? Hey, what's up, everybody? Uh, I am what, in what's your, favor. What's your name? What's your name? This is, this is, this is Eric. Hey, Eric. What's up, what's Eric? Right. I'm chilling, I'm chilling. As far as me, I'm in favor of interracial dating. I mean, because God put us, put us all here in different forms so we can become, you know, more familiar with one another. So that that's where my, my head lies. Now, I, I've dated, I've, I've only dated, uh, you know, uh, uh, black women before, but I'm open to any race, quite quite honestly. Okay. And as long as I have an open mind. Let me ask you a question. What nationality are you? I'm African American. Well, okay. I can't. I'm more than African American, but you know, that, clearly that that's what I am on the outside. But you know. Okay, so both parents are black. Yes. Okay. 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 All right. All right. Cool. I, I I can dig that. Um, you know, a lot of people feel that if you're dating, if you know, and, and I'm talking about the black African American or so-called African American race right now, um, a lot of people are feeling like that. Some of our people are selling out by dating people who belong to um, a different nationality or or, or a different race. Um, they feel that our sports figures, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, Scottie Pippen, Tiger Woods, and the list goes on and on and on and on and on, that it seems like when our black athletes make it all the way to the top, Instead of them getting a black woman to be by their side, they go and get a woman of another nationality. How do you feel about that? Uh, I mean, to, like, like I, like I feel, you know, twenty four seven, three sixty five. It's, it's all a personal choice. It's what, what you want at the end of the beginning, the end of the day. So I mean, like for, like for me, I would prefer to date, date somebody of another nationality. And that's just a personal choice, and race has nothing to do with it. It's just every day is a learning experience. If I'm just dating somebody from my own from my own culture, then what 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 am I learning exactly? Okay, well let me ask you this: That's dating. Let's talk about marriage. Dating, right? Marriage. Let's talk right. about marriage now. So Building together. Yeah. You said that you are life. Um, within and outside of your race. Uh, what, what's your preference as far as um, your woman to marry? What's your preference? At the at the end of the day, race is not a factor at all. Uh, you know, background, whatever it may be, is not a factor. What the factor is is if I am loved, and if if we have that same conditional love for one another, then that that's what matters at the end of the day. But you, once you remove color out of the out of the equation then you can really get down to the matter of the relationship. Okay, so if that's the case, wouldn't it have been better if you said 
that in the beginning that, hey, I'm looking for a woman to love me. Now, whether she's black or whether she's Caucasian or Asian or whatever the case may be, I'll know that when it comes. But you in your initial statement said that your preference is to date outside of your race. So now we got to get into the mentality. Now we got to get into the mentality to find out why dating outside of your race is your preference when you came back and it sounded like you may have contradicted yourself a little bit. You said, let's take the color out the equation, and I'm just looking for a woman to treat me right. Shouldn't that have been like your first initial thing that you said and then come back and said, well, hey, if that person who treats me right happens to be this or that or the other, then whatever it is, I'm willing to accept it. But now we got to find out why your preference is dating outside of your race, which is the first thing that you said. Well, really, well, really, uh, and honestly, what you know, getting my getting my thoughts together, like, um, tell the truth, it, brother. It, you said, tell the truth. Are you saying you tired of the weave, brother? The weave. Oh, 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 Everybody's gonna be what they gonna be, but really and honestly, I, I love is what the what the goal is. Love, I mean that that's the goal. The goal is not, oh, let me get somebody with the fattest wallet or the fattest ass or whatever the case may be. That's that's not my that's not my goal or my intention. My intention is to love somebody and for them to love me back, and we make that love grow into something deeper and meaningful. That that's. That's the, what, that's what, my goal. What, what if she's a dark skinned black woman? I I I'll take her. I don't care. Okay. I okay. mean, I would I would prefer now personally, I would prefer somebody outside of my race, but whoever but, God puts but into see, my but life, see, that's who I'm going to be you, with. You haven't answered the question as to why you would prefer someone outside of your um, race. There, there's there's really no no why. I just want to. I just want. Like I said in the in the beginning, I want to, you know, learn from just more than my own culture, and I want to be diverse, you know. But can you do that without? Can you be learn outside of your culture and be divorced and and be diverse without dating outside of your race? Can you still do both at the same time? Date within your race and still learn about other cultures and be diverse. All you got to do is go to Chinatown. Go visit Chinatown, go visit Greek Town, go visit other countries and go visit other nations, and you can do that with a black woman in your arm by your side and still learn about other cultures. So what I guess what I'm trying to say, it seems as if that's not really the root of the issue as to why that's your preference to date outside of your race, learning other cultures, because there are many ways that you can learn about other cultures. So I'm just trying to get to the core Root, okay. Um, well, ba- based on the, the the women that I, I want that you to I say have, it, brother. I want I you to say dated, it. The the women that I have dated, it, it it like it just didn't pan out, and those turned out to be my my experiences is, is what I'll call my experiences. But um, I just want I just want to date some some of everybody maybe, or date date somebody from another race and compare and see what I like most. But I I really. The person that I've been, I have not really dated that much. I didn't start dating until I was fully grown. So mm-hmm. it's, it's just, you know, I, I, how can I say it? I don't, um, 
like as far as dating goes, I don't have a lot of experience. My longest relationship was five years, and that was my last relationship, and I haven't had one since then. So, okay, I know that Bonita Offset has something to say in regards to that. So let's bring that sister on and find out what our sister Bonita Offset has to say about what this. What's your name again, brother? Eric. Oh my goodness. Okay, Eric, go ahead. I mean, uh, Bonita, go ahead. Oh no, I, I I loved your comment, Ice, about going to um, you know, experiencing other cultures with your black woman arm in arm. I thought that was a dope comment right there. Thank you so much. Yeah, baby. and Quarter White agrees with me. Hey, Quarter White. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but Quarter White, Quarter White, we we just walking in the house, but Quarter White got a lot of comments that you want to make listening to you. Yeah. So maybe um, you like come back to us in a little bit when we were not making so much noise. Okay, cool. Quarter White, Hi. hey, what's up? Okay, so um, the reason why we call her Quarter White is because Benita Offset, her father was white and her mother was black, which means that she's half and half, technically, I mean, according to that. And then her daughter would be a quarter. of. <laughs> so that's where I got Quarter White from. But Terry uh, Anderson, I know you got something to say about, about this subject with your pro-black self. You need to call in to this show, Terry Anderson. And uh, I was just talking to your sister about you today and doing your own show. She said you were busy with the sun and the football and the drafting and all that stuff. There's a number again. I want you to call in. Um, Bianca Fly said most go outside of their race due to the typical stereotypes they have heard of regarding that specific race. You have to be honest with the why. Most people have to find the why. They choose to date outside of their race. We got another caller from Northern Northeast Illinois. You are live on interracial dating, the subject, or you are live on relationship talk battle of the sexes, the subject. You're on with Big Mike and Black Ice and Benita Offset. Um, tell us your name, caller. Caller, what's your name? Northern Northeast Illinois, what's your name? Okay, if if you're on the line, just say hello. Hello. There you go. Hey, how you doing, baby? You. There you go. There you go. This sounds like uh, black you. Yeah, this big I'm sorry, I didn't know I was off mute. Hi guys. Yeah. Hey, hey, how are hey you? baby girl. I'm um I I don't know much about the subject, that's why I'm trying to listen. We're talking about interracial dating. Are you for it? Are you against it? Um, have you dated outside of your race? Um. Um, would you marry outside of your race? All those questions. What say you, um, Black Beauty? Um, I don't think love sees the color. I okay. don't think, I really don't. I don't think that, uh, I've never dated outside my race, but given the opportunity, I would. Um, Has anybody ever approached you outside of your race to date you? No. I would like to uh, put my, place myself in a position to see what it would be like if there is a difference. I, I have friends that, you know, have married outside their ways. Um, they say that it's just, a, you know, some say it's a difference, some say that it isn't. So I, I'm, I'm very what did they What did they say was different, um, Black Beauty? Well, the culture as far as, like, I have one guy, he, he's married to, he's African-American, but he's married to a German. So it's like a lot of their, uh, a lot of the things that they do culturally is totally different from even just the way that they 
that he has to approach her parents through the way that um, he has to enter their home. Um, another one of my friends. That could be pressure. Yeah. It could. You know, um, one of the things that Benita was saying that last week is that a lot of other cultures don't really understand the black struggle. And I'll even take into um, – um, or put into play this current situation where – there are some rogue police officers that are pulling over and stopping black men in traffic stops, and it's ending up in the murder of the black man. And we have plenty of white friends at the job. We have plenty of white friends on Facebook and, and, and associations and groups that we are part of. And it seems like they would speak out about an animal being killed, like the ape that was shot and killed or the lion that was shot and killed. They would speak out against those killings of animals before they would speak out about a black man being killed by a white police officer. So when it comes to things like that, Benito was saying last week that many people from other cultures can't understand our struggle. And then if you bring in a child in, in play, like Benita, who's the child of a white father and a black mother, then... Um, how is the child going to be really equipped with what that child needs to be equipped with, being recognized as a black child now in America and having to deal with racism? Right. So these are just some things to think about. Stay on the line, Black Beauty. If you want to say something else, press star 8 on your phone. Let's go ahead and go to Chicago. Chicago, you're out there. State your name and tell us. Hey, Black. Hey, hey, hey Black on. This Vision, how y'all doing? Hey, Vision, what's, what's up, you? baby? Hey, I'm glad I, I called in on this Thursday uh, evening talking about the talking about this topic. Um, <laughs> I, I just with a big bank account. Is that what you said? Man, <laughs> I'm telling you, with some profit. I need it. I need it. I'm just like my new piece. Money, money is not money is not going to solve everything, Vision. No, no, I didn't say nothing about no money. Uh, you know, money may not money may not solve my problems, but it's a start, Big Mike. It's a start. So, um, so the piece is is that I heard what Black was saying around the the ape and people calling out for the apes. We we have to remember that most people uh, stand and rally for things that do do not have a voice. So the ape. They felt they didn't have a voice, and they believed that the ape was only doing what an ape will do, right? So if apes kill in mayhem or whatever, they feel like you shouldn't kill him because he's doing what nature calls. And I don't think that some people don't rise up for black people because, A, they think that black people shouldn't be doing half of the things they do. So they don't, they're not in agreement with the lifestyle of black people. And the second thing is that they believe that black people have a voice, to be able to rise up for themselves. So we can't be dependent upon other people and other cultures to call out for us because we're not getting treated like the ape. You know what I'm saying? It, we have to be able to say our ancestors from the 1960s and 1940s back in slavery have overcame many obstacles. If we're saying that we need uh, a ton of people to rally behind us to overcome this, then we are weak-minded because that's not well, well, that's I, not well, where wanna, we are. Well, I want to I stay on the subject. The subject, All right, what's the, is, the subject is, can a person that you're dating of another race identify with the struggle of your people 
that's that's really the time. Right. Can can, oh, can, okay, they, okay. can can that person that you're dating of another race, whom now you have a child with, identify enough with the struggle of black people in order to teach their son or their daughter that hey, racism exists in this country. There are laws that are unfairly put on the books to make sure that the odds and uh, the odds are stacked against you, and you're gonna have to work two times harder. You're gonna have to go to school longer. You're going to have to do things that other people of other nationalities won't have to do in order to be successful in life. Can a white person tell a black child or their child who's black, because if they mix, if you got 1% of black blood in this country, you're still black, can a white person tell their child that they have with a black person that type of information? And I'm not saying we can't put everybody in the same bag. We're just talking about for identifying purposes, dating outside of your race, marrying outside of your race. Can they identify as a whole with, with black struggle? That's, that's well, see, I, I, think, I think this is black, and I, I think it's two things. So when somebody says identify, I look at it like identify and understand, right? Because the thing is, is that we can make the same argument as can a black woman identify with the struggles of a black man? Because it's a, it's a fighting, you know what I'm saying? So no one is really capable to identify with anyone's struggle. But I think that some cultures, I think that white people understand what the struggles are. Some white people do understand what the struggles are of a black woman and a black man. And if they choose to still marry and date in that race, they are trying, I think they try their best to be able to understand what we're going through. But I don't know they can possibly completely identify because they're not going to be constantly weighed down with that. You know what I'm saying? Weighed down with that. Be weighed down with, um, I got to jump higher, run faster and things of that nature. You know, so, you know, I definitely want to get in. I mean, I dated someone white, and he did not understand the struggle of my family. He didn't, um, it was a big point of contention in our relationship. You know what I'm saying? These are things that, you know, um, you know, not to be, you know, throwing, you know, throwing his name or throwing them dirt or whatever. But I think that some white people want to hang in hip hop or want to act black or imitate black people. But when they really see the struggle of black people, it was very clear that he uh, he drew the line in the saying about this is me and that's you. You know what I'm saying? And it was it was clear cut that I'm like, mm, it's an interesting dynamic how, you know, some you know, white people try to, you know, identify, and then when it gets too real for them, they can always go back to the other side. Mm. Okay. Well, uh, let's bring let's bring Quarter White on to the show now. Quarter White, Benita's daughter. Uh, yeah, Quarter White's coming up. I think. Tell everybody your name. Hello. Hi. What's up, lady? Hi, how is everybody today? Doing great? Doing I'm all right. good? What's, what's your name? Hi. Well, you've been calling me Quarter White, but <laughs> you may call me Jewel. My name is Jewel. Okay, Jewel. Huh? What's your comment? Oh, well. Now, let, me ask you a question. Let, me, let me ask you a question before you do that. Are you as, as light skinned as your mother? <laughs> yes. Okay, so you, 
your mother could almost pass for white. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I I personally don't think so, but yeah, I can see. Well, well, well you get my point. What I'm saying. She's, yeah, yeah, yes, I totally understand. Right, she's far from a dark-skinned um, sister, you know. So, um, yeah. so how have you dealt with your skin complexion and dating and identifying with your grandfather's, or do you identify in any part with your grandfather's nationality? Um. Okay, I'll answer it as you state your question. As for identifying with my skin color, it took a while to start identifying myself as black because the we live in Chicago and kids at a certain age can just be me, right? No matter what, they'll pick on you for anything if they sense that you're feeling insecure about something. What was so, some of the names? What was the, some of the names they called you? Well, first up? off, most of my classmates did not even want to acknowledge me as being black, even though they've seen my Whoa. father and my mother together. And these are coming from other kids, like who are like medium to dark skin. They're like, you're not black. You don't have the same problems that we have. You don't go through the same struggles we go through. When I did, and I lived in the same neighborhood. You know, and we went to the same school. So for the longest, anybody in, like, I I didn't really make friends that easily because of these, you know, uh, problems I have with these other kids. And um, it took me a long time to realize that uh, I was black and it was okay for me to call myself black. Okay. And so... That took a long time, but with thankfully I have a mother that's really supportive, and she was just really, really great. Uh, <laughs> you, you know my mom, strong. Okay, so, you, so you heard some of the comments when you were in the car with your mom from Eric, I believe that was his name. Yes. And you wanted to chime in on some of the comments that he made. Well, the first thing I wanted to say was. I know you guys are talking about interracial dating and how that affects us or just each individual black person and their statement on that. And in the car, in between me and my mother, we started to talk about things like that, how, like, I've dated outside of the race, right? I've dated, like, two white guys. And the thing that I was telling... Your mother must have had a fit. Oh, oh, yeah, it was, it was a jokingly, ha, 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 I have let you go to white school, but don't think you can come home back with those white boys. I'm not joking. And I'm sitting there like, uh, okay. Okay. I understand what you're trying to say. Okay. She don't have to come around. <laughs> so, so, uh. The thing that I really just wanted to comment on was that I don't personally mind it. Each person is different. I remember hearing somebody said, everybody's going to do their own thing, right? And no matter how much you have this conversation with people, I notice a lot that everybody kind of says something different. And for me particularly, I am aware of the things that are going on. And as a 
person who is black and who identifies as black and who wants to better our community and do things for our community, it is very hard not to have these conversations with other people and debate these things and bring up the history. So I have this conversation with everybody I've dated. And maybe it's my age group, but on both sides, just all races that I have personally dated, nobody was ready to have this conversation with me. And the black guys that I have dated shied away further from this conversation. Whoa. For me, as a person, I want to be one love and be able to love the person back and then two i need that other person to understand to not shy away from this topic and to acknowledge that there are issues like this in the community and to be able to build with me through this right there's a lot of things that i want to do personally and you know the white guy I did date understood that a lot more than the black guy I dated after him, which I just found extremely sad that I could have a more in-depth conversation with that white guy. And at the start of that conversation, say, I need you to have this conversation with me about how possibly in your past, your family could have owned some of my ancestors. And we need to have this conversation and how this affects us as a couple, right? And, you know, after this conversation, if you don't want to be with me anymore, that's okay. But we need to have this discussion because of who we are as people. Okay, all right, all right. Let's get some callers on the line out there and find out, ooh, I want to see what your mama thought. About you dating a white guy outside uh, the rent. I definitely want to do that. Let's go back to northern northeast Illinois. You said something, um, Black Beauty. Um, for those who are just tuned in, you're tuned in to Relationship Talk Battle of the Sexes on POET Radio. Talking about Big Mike and Black Ice. Talking about interracial dating tonight. Uh, Black Beauty, you said that most of the men in your family prefer to date outside of their race. Is that right? Black Beauty? That's correct. I'm sorry, Chris. Yeah, okay. a majority of men in my and, family. And, and what was the reason why they said that they preferred to date outside of their race? That's because they say that uh, white women are more submissive. Um, and they feel like uh, they don't come with a lot of the problems that allegedly that we have uh, to okay, deal speak with. Up, speak up a little bit for me, babe. Um, Based on they don't have to deal with the the whole uh, rolling their neck. No, they seen that. Um, they think they tend to think that. Um, to me, it just sounds like they're easier to control. Basically, I don't know. Um, he said it seemed, uh, most of them were saying more supportive in most situations. They and that's and that's pretty much why they deal with white women. When I asked, I said, well, like, one of my brothers refuses to date black women because of that, because of the turmoil that he had went through with, you know, the numerous women that were African-American in his life. And he was just like, I'm not, I'm I'm done, I'm over it. And he's, you know, happily married, but they get a lot of slack from our family from that. So, 
you get a lot of people that say, oh, he a traitor. Uh, uh, a lot of my friends, um, friends and family feel like you, he should love the skin he's in. So it cause it does cause a slight divide, you know, at the you know uh, family um, gatherings and things like that. But all in all, because of the comment that he made, not necessarily because they prefer to date white women, but it's just because he feels like. Uh, black women come with too much trauma. We are heart, most of us have been heartbroken and they can't let it go. And we've been we're more vindictive. So, let's um, so, so let me let Eric address that. Uh, I believe your name is Eric from California, right? That is correct. Okay, she mentioned drama. She mentioned some black men are saying black women bring too much drama, therefore, they prefer to date white women or Asian women or other women who are more docile and less combative and more humble. What do, what do you feel about that? Um, I, 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 well, I can't necessarily speak for, for other, uh, you know, for other nationalities or whatever as far as drama is concerned, but I, I, I've just noticed from, from, all, from, you know, our own women that they, they – they bring uh, they bring unnecessariness, and I won't say drama, but they bring unnecessary to you know <laughs> situations or whatnot. But um, I can't I can't say that all black women bring drama because I mean, let's be honest, men we bring our drama too, and color has nothing to do with it. Mhm. Exactly. All right. all right, let's go to um, the previous caller, Northern Northeast Illinois. You're on the line. I'm going back to you. Um, out there, um, what is your take on what we've been discussing so far? Uh, Northern Northeast Illinois. Hello. Okay. Um, oh, just, another, yeah. just another caller. Um, can you hear me? Hello. Yes, yeah, go ahead. Okay. All right. So I'll get off the line for a second. It came back. I had to take another call. Okay, but this I heard is butterfly, right? Yes. This is butterfly. Okay, go ahead um, with your comment. So I like that uh, Eric just said that not all black women are drama-filled and bring nonsense and all these kind of things because I'm hearing black women are not supportive and black women are this and black women are that. But you can't lump every black woman into one category because I am not any of things. I'm a black woman and I love black men. So that's one of my favorite issues that we lump all women into one whole thing you to take this individual person and address them as such. And you just jump into one relationship after another one instead of, you know, taking the time to get over that relationship. Get yourself together so that if you're ready to focus on someone else's hand instead of taking your baggage along with you to the next person and that they did they did that, that's why you can't move on. That's why you stop dating a particular race. You just all right, let's go to the next caller. We got you, Butterfly. Uh, let's go to the next caller. Caller, you're there. Um, give us your comments on what you've been thinking about the show so far. Chicago? Okay. Another Chicago caller. Chicago, give us your thoughts on what you've been thinking about um, all the comments on the show so far. Right. Everybody's a lot of listeners. A lot of listeners. A lot of listeners, and that's fine too. I was looking for Vision again to bring her on. Vision, if you're still out there, press star eight. 
let's see who this is. Okay, Carla, go ahead. Hey, I don't know what happened. The call dropped, but uh, okay. I was hearing you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that um, the, the calls are going well thus far. I think that um, I, my heart goes out to uh, um, to Jewel because I, I guess I never imagined that uh, that people would bully around that piece, around being, um, you know, biracial. I, I never had to experience that. So... Uh, just to hear her story was a touching one, and I, my heart goes out to her um, trying to be able to have that conversation. I think what the brother said about not all people having trauma, I think that that was a, that was a good piece. Uh, but I also want to get to that piece when they said, well, women are more docile. You know what I'm saying? Like, if women are, are women of other cultures more docile? And I would probably venture to say, yeah. Um, because uh, black women have to be a, a little bit more aggressive um, because we are in this struggle too. You know what I'm saying? We're but raising question, whole families and households, and I think that sometimes it don't happen. But the question is, Vision, is can you learn to be obedient and submissive as a black woman? Um, it depends who's teaching me. You know, I, I feel like Brothers want the title to the brothers want the title to teach, but they don't have the lessons to be able to to teach well. I think that sometimes brothers come in with these like mixed up ideas about how money is spent and how uh, households should be run, and this sister has like everything down packed, and then he will ruin the whole situation. He would he just, he's not why, able to do why it. Why you just? Why you just can't do what we say, Vision, what me, Eric, and Mike, Big Mike say? Why you just can't do what we say? Uh, because sometimes you have to know what y'all saying. And, and sometimes why can't the man understand that in order to have a good, in order to be a good man, he needs a stronger backbone. And the woman is his backbone. So when you fall, I'm supposed to be able to hold you up. But if you're so busy trying to stomp me to the ground because you feeling um, insignificant in the world, so you try to make me feel insignificant in our household, then we both fall. You should be able to say, hmm, you know what, my woman might got something there. And because I'm a man, I'm going to follow her for a moment in this particular area. But you want to control everything. And that doesn't exist. That's not a reality. Okay, let's go ahead and give Bonita <clears throat> offset the last say on the show before we close out. Bonita, your daughter brought home two white boys. What? What? <laughs> what? What? What was your reaction? Like you don't start a war. Black guy. I didn't even what? know my daughter dated white people. <laughs> so what you think? What you think? Yeah. I'm over there in the kitchen, like mm, doubled over, having a heart attack. I had one of them friends saying for moments, like, ah. <laughs> Seriously though, I'm playing with y'all because I, I, I think my daughter's got a very good head on her shoulders, and now we were just talking about. It. I said, oh, so you're trying to reveal secrets now over the radio? You think that's the face is on for you, huh? But what, um, what I found out though is that she, um. When she did cross over to the other side, she found out the truth. But I guess sometimes people got to learn the hard way, you know. She said that when she dated him, he was all touching her hair, talking about, ooh, wow. Or, or, <laughs> or, he, was, or he was like, um, I don't understand. Why do y'all 
have problems. Why? What? You know, all the questions that caused her to just say, mm-hmm, this is going to be the last date. So. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. all right. Well, look, man, um, it is 8 o'clock, everybody. Benita um, actually has a, her own show that comes on after this show. Benita, go ahead and tell everybody about your show, and we want you guys to call in at 8.30 and 30 minutes from now. The Benita Show tonight. Tell everybody the topic and the subject of your show tonight. Okay, tonight we're going to talk about agriculture as a solution, and that's basically it. Like, how could we use these community plots or lots and turn that into all kinds of other beautiful things for our community? Money, jobs, resources, um, uh, small markets. I mean, the list goes on and on, but I got a brother who's already got a 10-point plan on how we can use the lots for such a thing, and he's going to be our guest um, guest speaker tonight, and um, I expect it to be a really interesting conversation, so I hope y'all call in. Okay, cool. Big Mike, let's go ahead and close out the show. You've heard a lot of comments. You've heard a lot of statements on tonight's show. Give us your thoughts on what everybody is saying around inter- interracial dating and your and your final thoughts. Well, my thought on the whole matter is that you have to have a, if you're going to enter to that situation, you're going to have to have a, a massive uh, understanding, respect. You have to have that understanding. Very, very, you know, mature, maturity. Uh, you have to sit back and just value each each other, you know, feelings about, you know, the rate, you know, the, each 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 one racial. I mean, background. You know what I'm saying. So, like I said, it's it's, it's going to take a lot of maturity and understanding. If not, it's going to be a back on on and on uh, going war. So, you know, me myself. I'm good. I'm going to stay where I'm at <laughs> and try to fix my own, you know, racial warfare that's going on between me and my black women. Okay. All right. Well, my final statement is this. Whatever you choose to do is your choice to do. Um, my concern, as I stated last week, is for those black persons or those white persons that choose to only date outside of their race. Uh, My concern is what's the real reason why you date outside of your race exclusively? Now, I didn't say, well, Hey, I've dated some black women, and hey, I've dated some white women, and hey, I've dated some Asians. I'm dating. You understand what I'm saying? I work with these people, or I go out on a nightclub scene, and I meet different people, different cultures, different nationalities. That's different. But when you as a black man look at your black sister and say, I'm never going to give her an opportunity, for me to love her or know how it feels to be loved and respected by a man like me, I'm going to pass her up off the way, and I'm going to choose from the white girl, the Asian girl, the Indian girl, the Hispanic girl. we got to be honest with ourselves. What is it that you desire when you 
refuse to date your own sister and choose to date outside of your race? Is it the complexion of the skin? Is it the hair, the softness of the hair or the length of the hair? Um, is it the submissiveness that normally comes with women of different cultures other than black? I mean, we got to really be honest with ourselves and find out what it is. I was one of those persons that had a, the, the black folks used to call it, I, I used to be color struck. And so I only used to date light-skinned girls because my standard of beauty when I was growing up was light skin and long hair. I grew up in the 70s. In the 70s, that was, that was what was pushed down our, our, our throats. Light skin, long hair, light skin, long hair. And so when I grew up, that was my preference. My first girlfriend, uh, one of my first girlfriends was the biracial, mother was white, uh, father was black. Uh, majority of the girls that I've dated were probably biracial because they had those features that I was attracted to. But when I got a little bit older, and when I got more mature, it was no longer about the complexion of the skin or the length of the hair. It was about finding a quality woman that was beautiful, that was intelligent, that I could build a future with. And so those things had become not as important to me as they were when I was a child. So for those who are hung up on complexion and, and hair and all of those things. You got black women from the darkest of dark to the lightest of light. Yeah. You can choose from. You can choose from. Now, I'm not knocking anybody who chooses to date outside of your race. Like I said, if this your preference, it's up to you. But if those are the reasons why you're actually doing it, then you can find, especially in the black race, a woman that fits every skin complexion. Man, tell me about that's not, that's not wearing weave and wearing her own hair, and that's completely natural. If that's what your preference is, everything that you desire, physically, physical attributes, can be yeah. found amongst your own people. So again, that's only if that's the real reason. Now, right. if you work with your coworker and your coworker is of, is of another nationality and you're spending time or if you're out there and you're on the scene and you're mixing and mingling and you just so happen to meet a beautiful person with a good attitude that happens to be of another uh, a nationality or, the, or another race, then that's real love right there. That's real connection right there. However, when you date exclusively outside of your own race, that's really mental slavery. And I'm going to say it, and you heard it here on Relationship Talk. Hey, Black, hey, Black, I'd mm-hmm. like to say this too, man. I'm going to tell you something. I got to get up to our sisters, man, because they come in all flavor shades. You feel me? They fit. They can fit. I, I, our sisters fit any shade of color. You know? They look. Our sisters look good. So if you are looking for a woman that comes that's light-skinned or Look, Dominican Republic. Our sisters have all that. And I love our black sisters. That's why I'm complete with my, you know, racial dating. With your, with your choice of, of a black woman. That's, that's what I'm saying. It's becoming many choices. I love it. 
Okay. All right. All right. Well, hopefully you guys um, who are watching this video watched it in its entirety so you won't accuse Black Ice or Big Mike or this show of knocking people who date outside of their race. We're not knocking people who date outside of their race. We're just asking the question, if you exclusively date outside of your race, what is going on in your mind that causes you to look at every other woman that is, as beautiful except your own? This is Black Ice and Big Mike live on Relationship Talk Battle of the Sexes. Tonight's segment was Interracial Dating. We thank you for calling in. God bless you, and good night. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.